Hi, I'm Jago Wynn and welcome to the HDC Daily Podcast. We as a church are meeting daily on Zoom to speak to God in prayer and to hear from God in the Bible. For those of you who can't join us live or who want to listen again, we're featuring the daily Bible thought as we journey through the book of Acts and we're also including how we're being encouraged to pray each day. Today, it's Jamie Mulvaney. We have been tracking with Stephen, who in chapter 6 was described as full of faith and full of the Holy Spirit, full of God's grace and power, performing many signs and wonders. Uh, Stephen, a man called to serve and called to lead. And he's at the Sanhedrin and the high priest is asking Stephen if the charges being brought against him are true. And what does Stephen say? How does he respond? Well, we've been following uh, what he says in great detail since last Thursday, and we're almost finished. Uh, The reason we've been looking at it in so much detail is Stephen, he is telling the story of God's people. And he's looked at the way God's people have related to the land, to the law, and now to the temple. And we see a coming together of all these themes right there in verse 44. Uh, Stephen says, our ancestors had the tabernacle of the covenant law with them in the wilderness. So you see the land, the wilderness, um, the law, the covenant law and the tabernacle, the vessel for God's presence for meeting him. And we see through verse 44 to 47 that the journey of God's dwelling place that we see in verse 44, directed by Moses, uh, passing on God's instructions. And then verse 45, we see um, uh, being brought by Joshua into the promised land and stayed there until David. And then in verse 46, we see that David, he enjoyed God's favour and he asked that he might provide a dwelling place for the God of Jacob. And then in verse 47, but it was Solomon who built a house for him. And then we see in verse 48, Uh, Essentially, Stephen is saying you can't put God in a box. Your precious God, you tried to control him and manipulate him and use him. But then he says in in verse 48, uh, he's quoting the prophet Isaiah. However, the, the Most High does not live in houses made by human hands. As the prophet says... Heaven is my throne and the earth is my footstool. What kind of house will you, will you build for me, says the Lord? Or well, where will my resting place be? Has not my hand made all these things? So you see there the, the law, the land and the temple. All these things that were not ultimate. They were all pointing towards Jesus. The law, that Jesus, he would fulfill the law. The, the land, a place free from slavery, free from exile, free from burden, only fulfilled by Jesus. And the temple, the place to meet with God, only in Jesus can we meet God. And Stephen, he is speaking to the high priest. And this is a direct assault on the high priest's belief system, protecting the law, the land and the temple. It's a direct assault on his power, holding the keys to, to meeting with God. And Stephen is, is saying God's presence is not the possession of the powerful. You religious hypocrites. You think you own the narrative of God. You think you own his presence. You think you own his law. But there's no point keeping the law or being interested in what God says unless your heart is soft to Jesus, to the one who made the law and fulfilled it. There's no point living in the land God has given you if you're still living like a slave. And this world will not be changed by a building with God in it, but by people with God in them. God, he wants to write the law on your heart. He wants to lead you into a spacious land flowing with milk and honey. And he wants to live inside of you. The law, the land and the temple. 
You see in verse 44 and verse 45, the word tabernacle there. Well, at the the festival of the tabernacles back in John 7, amidst the hypocrites, Jesus says there, so you see that John writes, on the last and greatest day of the festival, Jesus stood and said in a loud voice, let anyone who is thirsty come to me and drink. Whoever believes in me, as scripture has said, rivers of living water will flow from within them. By this he meant the Spirit, whom the people believed in him were later to receive. Up to that time the Spirit had not been given, since Jesus had not yet been glorified. And what we see in Acts is God going viral, cause and effect. Jesus, he comes, he dies, he rises again, he ascends to heaven, and he sends his Holy Spirit not static to a place, to a location, but he pours himself out on anyone who will drink from him. In this season, everything that we've been taken for granted has, uh, everything we've taken as being given has been turned upside down. And the high priest, he thinks Stephen is trying to turn his world upside down. And yes, he is. But what he doesn't get is that he is blind to Jesus being the fulfillment of all these things. The law, the land and the temple, they are only shadows of what was to come, fulfilled in Jesus, culminated in Jesus. And now he pours out his spirit on you. So I leave you today with these three questions. Question number one, what are you building? Is God doing the building? We join in with him, but is God calling the shots? We read elsewhere that unless the Lord builds the house, the builders labour in vain. Question number two. Are you trying to put God in a box? Are you making God neat and orderly in your own image? Are you trying to limit him to these 20 minutes just now? Or think, God can't meet with me in the way that he would when I'm immersed in worship at church? Maybe you think, God can only meet with me the way that I've met him before. What are some of the assumptions around God that God wants to shake up for you? Have you put God in a box? And thirdly, do you, like David, know God's favour? Ultimately, you can know God's favour because of Jesus dying on the cross, rising again and sending his Holy Spirit. Are you living in the fullness of God's favour? In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.